to go inside her darkness, but she always rises, and so will you. Welcome to the Persephone is Rising podcast. I'm your host, Shannon, and I'm super grateful for your presence. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Persephone is Rising podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about the topic that I wrote my last blog post on. I want to talk about female relationships and friendships and my own personal experiences, my own feelings and how I'm healing through it. I feel that in the last few years, I've been going through some kind of transformation. And I fully believe that we go through a lot of transformations in our life. It's a natural thing. And it's always easier if you go with it. So I have been trying to facilitate the process so it's not as painful. That takes really looking at yourself head on. And I see myself, my former self. I see her as someone who was stuck, someone who was unwilling to make an effort to fix anything that needed fixing. I consider myself to have been sad, discouraged, a little lost. I was also trusting and untrusting. I I wanted comfort and unconditional love and support. But I also wanted to be a friend to someone. I wanted to be part of something special. I wanted to feel needed. I think that balance is essential in any healthy relationship of whatever kind. It's important. I had a wonderful friend, an amazing, amazing woman who did so much for me. She gave me so much. She taught me so much, but she never allowed me to be there for her. And that's fine. She's a giving person and I accepted that. But after a while, it started to seem a little too one-sided for me. So I think that it's important to take responsibility for yourself, your behavior. And I was unwilling to do that. I was subconsciously trying to fill a void or complete myself, always trying to find that best friend, that hashtag bestie, soul sister, that person. And I think because of this, I've often had difficult and tumultuous relationships. A big part of that was... I allowed myself to feel like a victim with no control. And the control that I was seeking should not have been over the person or the friendship. It should have been over myself. I never really realized my part or took responsibility for it. I never allowed friendships to happen organically, allowing the person to be themselves because I had a vision of what I wanted this friendship to be. So like I said, I played the victim. Instead of outlining and enforcing strong boundaries, I just let myself believe that this person was a terrible friend, that I was being victimized always. It gets old. I tried too hard. I gave too much. I was too defensive. I made too many rules and I had too many expectations. And we all have those friendships that just don't work out. Sometimes we think, you know, this person is my sister and we're going to be best friends forever and it doesn't work out. And that's okay. I didn't react so gracefully. I didn't just let go. I would cling and fight. And like I said, I would never let the person just be themselves and let the friendship happen organically. I would try to take control and I would give up parts of myself. I would avoid speaking my mind. And if 
I did. I would stay on the fence, just nodding and agreeing, trying to hold on to my opinion, but also trying to agree with the other person because I wanted to make them happy, impress them. I don't know. <laughs> I think it comes from being confused and having a low sense of self, which is a, a term that my dear friend coined. We had a discussion about this and it's a huge, huge issue, I think, in our society. It's not that I didn't know who I was. It's that I doubted myself. I fully subscribe to other people's perceptions of me because people sound so sure when they talk about other people. So many people in this world barely know themselves, but when they talk about someone else that they're observing, they are so completely sure. And it's like Neil deGrasse Tyson says in Cosmos, we're all in ourselves a tiny universe. It's virtually impossible to get to know even yourself. But to think that, you know, we would know someone else intimately as we think we do, it's, it's delusional and irresponsible. But I'm going off on a tangent. I think that in knowing yourself and facing your darkness, for any of that, building your sense of self gives you some kind of force field. <laughs> and knowing that what other people say about you is not reality gives you the kind of strength to enter into healthy relationships. All in all, I like I said, I was trying to fill, fill a void for years and I didn't even realize that I was already complete. In accepting that I was and accepting all of that about myself, it became a little bit easier to draw a clear line of what my boundary is and enforce it. It's no less painful, but I no longer feel any guilt or shame. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I have just learned to accept that some people will step back. Not everybody clicks, not everybody meshes, and it's okay to move on. Sometimes we just kind of cross paths and we keep going in different directions. Some people are going to have a horrible opinion of me, but like I said, in, in knowing yourself and facing your own darkness, it's of no consequence. In facing my own self, I know what's real and what's not real, and it allows me to have healthier relationships. So, Facing your own darkness is kind of like a cleansing r ritual in itself because it cleanses you of, you know, anything that just isn't serving you, your own previous behaviors that were not helping energies or people. And it's not to say that there's anything wrong with anyone that is not meshing with you or not, you're not clicking with them. It's not because their energy is lower than yours or whatever. It's that your energies are just not clicking and that's okay because we all strive to ascend higher than ourselves, not higher than anyone else. All this bull caca <laughs> about ascending higher, vibrating higher. It There is some truth to that, but in my reality, in my world, I try to vibrate higher than myself, than my previous self. I don't compete with anyone and my vibration is not better than anyone else's and no one else's is better than mine. And I'm not claiming all the responsibility for all the destruction of all my past relationships, friendships. I'm just standing up to claim my part, to apologize to myself for putting myself through years of unnecessary grief if I would have only known that I am whole. In facing this in claiming the responsibility in speaking my mind and being my true self i have stopped being a magnet for any energies that are not serving me for any people that are not conducive to my growth 
And like I said, it's not because these energies or people are bad. It's just because we are crossing paths. We are two ships going by each other in the night. And we have our path and we have our track that we're on. And they're not in the same direction. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. I've stopped being a magnet for hurt and for pain. In building your sense of self, in, in building your sense of your own identity, you become a magnet for the people that are going to be part of your growth. It's like that Kevin Costner movie, if you build it, they will come, Field of Dreams. You build your sense of self and those right people and energies will come into your life. I know this. I am doing the work. I'm healing myself. I'm learning to vibrate higher than my previous self and I'm becoming a magnet for everything that is good for me. And this is as much an affirmation as it is truth that I'm speaking. I thank you so much for listening and I hope you listen again.